This is an emergency broadcast of the Uncovering Anomalies podcast. This is not a drill. Remove any children and pets from your home and go to your nearest shelter. Remember to at all times listen to the Uncovering Anomalies podcast. And whatever you do, do not under any circumstances. Trust what you see. Oh, right, in the middle, right in the middle of a yawn. <laughs> I think last time was in the middle of a real big cough. Yes, it was. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I had... Um, take it away, take it away. I had uh, terrible food poisoning. Uh, was There was some vomiting. There was some stuff coming out from the other end. It was a lot of fun. Um, Both ends, huh? It was like... Uh... <laughs> both uh, both very liquidy yeah i there was a point where i was sitting on the <laughs> toilet and i had a trash can in my hands at the same time so <laughs> it just it was rough dude i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah, i'm laughing i mean no, I, I know how it is i've been i've been food poisoned before and it's really it's the worst experience it really feels like you're dying yeah it was one of those things where as i was eating the food i i could tell like maybe subconsciously or something but i could tell there was something wrong <laughs> Um, but me being me, I ate it anyway. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> my wife does it all the time. She goes, smell it first. And if it tastes wrong on your tongue, just spit it out. Like, don't don't continue. But, you know, sometimes I do. And mm-hmm. I regret it. Like, I did that the other day. There was something in the fridge that was there. For, I mean, I didn't get food poison, but there was something in the fridge. It's probably been there for too long. And I ate it. And I, while I was chewing it, I was like, you know, I shouldn't be chewing this. And then I swallowed it. <laughs> I swallowed it and I still went and I'm like, uh, how long has this been in the fridge? She's like, yeah, yeah throw that out. Like, I hope you didn't eat that. <laughs> this is why uh, we need to become royalty. Uh, that way we can hire professional tasters to taste our yes. food to see if it's been poisoned or not. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly. I mean, that, that is the best way to live. I mean, and then you watch those guys. I mean, if those, if those guys like die, what happens? That's it. That's the risk he took for his life. He, he You know, he, that's his job. He risked his life for you. Well, I hope they're compensated well. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Their families probably get paid. Weirdly enough, on that note, uh, I came across a website where you can buy uh, a plot of land in, I think it's Scotland. It's like oh. one, it's one by one uh, foot. It's a very small piece of land, and you you become a lord. Um, Look at you, that. Can, you become a lord. You can you can do that. So we could be uh, Lord Adam and Lord Topher. And this could be the Lord Uncovering Anomalies podcast. Welcome, everybody. Sweet transition. Yes. Oh, yes. And let's do this. Yeah, let's do this. Uh, thank you all so much for tuning in to another great episode of the Uncovering Anomalies podcast. UAP. UAP. And you might hear me from time to time trying to hold down uh, a burp or two. Uh, <laughs> as Adam and I were discussing, I had some pretty bad food poisoning yesterday and i'm still kind of not 100 yet but we're getting there well that sucks man i mean so was that was that yesterday it was yesterday yep it, it completely uh made my weekend less enjoyable but it happens well you're here thank you thank you for being here you know you, you didn't use it as an excuse it just shows our listeners that we are dedicated and um uh we're, we're here every week so you know yes yeah. Subscribe, follow us. We won't let you down. We're here to bring you the the best in UAP news and uh, I guess anything else that was it called? They they're calling it deep politics now. You know we have you have the facade of the mainstream media and Congress, but then you have deep politics, which is which goes on which goes on beyond and behind that. You know. Yeah. 
Um, so you did not have a chance to listen. Well, you know, there's only one thing that I think is the most important thing that I sent you, but there are, you know, small things here and there um, mm -hmm. that happened. Um, and I, it is it is a timeline because we do send each other things as they happen, you know, from, from our last episode onwards. Yes, we do. Um, you know, some of them are less important than others, but still they are newsworthy. Um, as humans, we do forget what happens in this world. There's so much going on and they know that, right? The controllers know that we have a two-week span. I think it must be much less now because I, I'm looking at stuff I sent you. I'm like, I don't even that was that really last week, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so me myself, I have I don't, my memory is not that good of what happens either. It all just meshes together, and I I like try to grasp on to to like one or two things, and everything else is just gone. So it sucks got that way that we have our minds are that way maybe naturally or. Maybe they've evolved since technology and stupid social media made it worse. I, yeah, I was just about to say, I think social media really, um, it either hacked into that part of our brains where we're very short-sighted or yeah. um, it's it, it conditioned us to be short-sighted like that. <laughs> well, here's, here's the first one. Uh, I got I got it queued up here. Um, apparently, you know, we do have issues with funding the government, right? But... Mm -hmm. The UAP office has been fully funded. So he's a he's a clip here where there's a hearing going on, and Congress is taking this seriously. This is, which is the reason why you know we're sharing this is that um, with all that's going on, that's difficult in the market and the economy, and I don't know what and wars. And yeah, so banks collapsing. This, yeah, yeah, exactly. The, the empire collapsing around us and yeah. this is happening and you know it sucks because no one's gonna notice this no one and if you tell them now with all the problems going on they really don't care and it sucks last year's intelligence authorization act senators rubio warner heinrich burt brent blunt and i created uh the arrow the all domain anomaly resolution office uh to break down the stovepipes between the intelligence community and the military regarding unidentified aerial marine and other phenomenon which could pose a risk to the safety of our service members as well as collection risks against sensitive facilities and overseas military bases as recent events have shown we need more and better sharing between the intelligence community and our military and the stigmatization of the service members and personnel who come forward with this data is unacceptable. Do I have a commitment from you and each of our witnesses that you will work to reduce stigma, share intelligence between agencies, and as you're able with the public to ensure that we understand what's happening in our skies and seas? Yes, Senator, absolutely. And I agree with you that this is an issue and it's something that we've been trying to work through both by sending the message from leadership that this is important, but also creating mechanisms that allow for people to do this more wow. easily and with less. That's the director of national intelligence. You know, I mean, these are the top. I think even the FBI is there, is there that she's asking. So these are top dogs that are answering this question sort of stigma associated with it. And is the Arrow office fully funded in your budget? Yes, I believe it is. Uh, Can you make sure? Because it was left off last year so, from both the DOD and Intel's budgets. Hmm. So, right. So it's in DOD, but I think our support is funded in the National Intelligence Program. And I'll we'll check to make sure. So I'm everybody DOD. else can answer the question. All right. So there's that. I mean, that's a big deal. She's been quoted before, I think a couple of years ago or something. But she's head of DNI, right? She she knows. and But she, she was quoted in another... Um, speech that she gave that this thing is real and she said that it's non-human intelligence operating these crafts so you know that's a big deal i think i wanted to point out um 
early in one of the earlier shows you had said the government takes us a lot more seriously than um you know they like to let on and this is just for the proof of that yeah and i mean some of them were nodding because uh Zalapi, i don't know if you know about this but like uh like subliminal um messaging that go on yeah me yeah messaging but like if you ask someone a question and they're like uh they're shaking their head instead of nodding but they're saying yes <laughs> i mean <laughs> I think we saw this happen with one of them. Uh, just what I've seen, I never really looked into that. But when she asked the question, I think some were no. Anyway, yeah, that's not important. But you know, now it's funded, and Congress is asking this. I guess it wasn't funded last year, but I think it's it's a it's a pretty I, big deal. I, I doubt that. I really doubt that. <laughs> They're still gonna cover it up. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll yeah. get to that, and we'll, we'll we'll get to the mechanism of why this is happening. Mm -hmm. um, now there was there was also uh something uh someone on 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 not reddit on uh, on twitter took took the path of the gimbal now gimbal is that is that footage in, from 2017 right the uss yeah off the coast of california so and you know how it um it rotates yeah yeah so did you see that one when someone took its took its path and when it rotates and so it's basically they're, they're showing that what Bob Lazar said, how to use. And I'm not saying he's right or wrong or it happened or not, but he's, it still matches what he said. Is that these these gravity beings, uh, beams, beings, beams um, have to be pointed at the location, and then it brings that location closer to the craft. You know, and like and like that. That's why it's so quick. So this guy was showing that that that's what this rotation does, and that's what it's doing. That wherever it rotates and and points to is where it goes. So like the opposite of of what we have um the opposite of what our ships do now if that makes sense yeah it, it does it, you know it's such uh high science fiction concepts um sorry i lost my train of thought but, but it, you know it's just what i'm trying to say is the level of technology is on a completely different um you, you can't even measure it to our right. standards it's just it's so alien out there it's uh it's really fascinating stuff yeah, I mean, does, does that mean that, that this could be one of ours? Sure, of course, especially that if we had a military contractor, you know, talk about it. But here, you can watch it. There's there's no there's no voice. I mean, there's no sound, though. Mm -hmm. But you see this trajectory right here? So it's showing this trajectory. It's going. And I see where it's pointing. It's pointing right. Right. So, and that's where it's going. And then once it gets to the part where once it gets to the part where it needs to turn, there it goes. It starts to, like, tilt the other way. Mm -hmm. right here to the left and then boom that's when it takes off there it is so i thought that was interesting too that someone mapped that out you know i love when this crowdsourcing and when this is what happens when they when you open up information right to the people that's when you start solving information when it's kept secret like this that's why they don't solve anything yeah well i was, I was just about to say it's exactly why the government keeps shutting stuff like this down um they don't they don't want us working together to look at I mean, obviously look at them, but also look at stuff like this. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, so that's just another proof of gimbal is really strange. It still could be one of ours. You know, it's still I'm not shutting that down at all, you know, especially that we're in 2023. Mm -hmm. And just looking at the, at the history of this thing. Um, he did have. Uh, yeah. You want to say anything? Yeah, I was just about to say, you know, I, I'm I'm torn on this one, especially. Um, about it being ours or being truly extraterrestrial, extra yeah. uh, dimensional, because the fact that we're seeing it every time something is released to the public by the 
government, especially the U.S. government, I have a tough time uh, trusting it. This seems like technology we, if we were able to accomplish this, this seems like it's years ahead of where we would be. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I, I do think it's extraterrestrial, but I am a little skeptical that it is just because <laughs> yeah, I can't. <laughs> can't trust anything the government does or says yes, it sucks that yeah and that's why we're here and you know i mean that's why i think they're actually releasing it because they know the, the public is completely just so confused about this subject even the people that that are waking out right that that say say uh awoken late or after way after the ufos right just saying like 9 11 woke them up or whatever it was in the 2000s and the internet and, and they've gone down rabbit holes you know a lot of these people I've gone, I've gone down so far that you know that space is fake, and that if anything the government says about aliens, that's all going to be fake, which is too bad. You know yeah. they don't take yeah. into consideration the, the entire history of this thing. Um, so I would say, from what I see, is like thirty percent believe that, right? Another mm-hmm. probably 30 percent believe that it's 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 ours anyway, and then you have probably split forty percent. There's a split thing if it's. Um, non-human intelligence and interdimensional so you sent me this okay reptilian beings emerged during cia's interdimensional experiments so i love this um back in the 60s and 70s our government was a lot more like psychedelic about what they were researching and stuff and all these people who were doing remote viewing and all this other stuff, this weird, just weird out there stuff. In fact, if, you, if you've seen Stranger Things, this is kind of oh, yeah. um, along those same lines where they were trying to, that that was a real project. They were trying to study the Russians um, during the Cold War using um, psychic methods. Anyway, all these people who were put, um, you know, they were under hypnosis, they were doing remote viewing, all this other stuff. All of them uh, independently reported seeing reptilian-like creatures, which is where... The whole reptilian thing comes from um, in modern media today. So bizarre. And so, you know, yeah, like you said, this was a CIA operation. It was an experiment and it was kind of remote viewing in a way. And reptilians emerge. So just just a nice bullet point here. There's a Uh, lot of really interesting stuff. If you look at all of the um, now released files that the CIA uh, was doing in the during that time period they were trying to do remote viewings of mars and like all this weird oh, stuff yeah, i love that stuff and yeah. and yeah it's it's so cool to read about i mean who knows if it's real or just coming from the imaginations of these people no i can tell you because they trained them not to use an imagine well at least the, the course that i'm taking is they they force you not to use your imagination and if it comes in you have to put down the pen and restart um you're not because they imagine you're right the imagination comes in and ruins that you need to use the subconscious which is which is quick and immediate, right? If if something takes you more than two seconds, you got to stop, and that's not real. Something like, you know, not saying everything, every every one of them is good, but you you think they are good if they're being paid by the U.S. government to do it. It's just it's such a bizarre. It's just a bizarre, such a bizarre thing that uh, our U.S. government was spending money and manpower having people um, do stuff like remote viewing and re- yeah. remote viewing Mars. I mean, it just it seems like. Well, it seems like a lot of people are on drugs or <laughs> people, or they have, you know, access to information that the general public does not. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The fact that, that they're they were actively researching stuff like this, which is. Yes. Such- and they created protocols like this. There yeah. is a standardized military protocol of how to do this. 
and uh, yeah, and I've I've been in military school before, and it's very similar to other things they do. They just they standardize things. It's crazy that those standardize something like this. But just to go to the bullet points of what came out, uh, what what they uncovered, the nefarious vertebrates have controlled and enslaved humanity for millennia. Did did David Icke get it from here? So are you saying that's not an original thought? They exist and operate in the fourth dimension and are only visible to individuals who can see beyond our extremely limited spectrum of visible light. Again, sounds like David Icke. Reptilians feed off our spiritual life force, which Monroe called louche. Negative low vibrational energy is essential to their survival. Is that why we suffer? These parasitic so, Yeah. Really quick, the thought behind that is they suffer off of our negative emotions for whatever reason. Um, they're in some sort of plane where when, you know, when we feel something negative, they feed off of that. That actually, that's, an, that's a lot of alien theory. Um, yeah. And, and interdimensional theory, you know, where, and, 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 uh, Adam and I have kind of broached this subject before, um, something that's truly alien that's coming into our reality. You have to understand how weird of a concept that is, and we can't truly understand it. So, to me, something feeding off of negative energy is not that far-fetched of a concept. I just want to say that really quick. Yeah, and it, and it makes makes total sense, and it's totally alien because they're like opposite, or yeah, these and, and what is it like? They're parasites. So these parasitic entities see Earth as a massive farm where they harvest human fear, hatred, anxiety, anger, and depression. Their intelligence is equal or superior to human beings. This elusive lizard-like race sees itself as rulers of mankind. Easy there, guys. Wow, that is just crazy. Little, little do they know we keep them as pets. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's maybe that will keep it's them away. Right if you actually keep like a snake or something as a pet, it might keep them away from the house. Who knows, huh? Oh, man, that's a cool thought. <laughs> I mean, because don't we have gargoyles? Aren't they kind of uh, reptilian? In a way, like uh, a little bit, yeah, yeah, that, that people put up used to used to put up on buildings and these things. So actually, um, when I read that article, one of the things first for some reason uh, popped into my head is the Egyptians always have they worshipped gods that were part human, part animal, right? Yeah, that's what that article made me think of, you know, and it's depicted in a bunch of their hieroglyphs and pictures and the pyramid, even the Sphinx right face of a human um even though that the face on it right now is not the original face right exactly they say it was probably a lion or something right before and then then a, a pharaoh came in and changed that to a human or to his yeah uh, but yeah yeah exactly we always had protection especially the egyptians have you been to an egyptian museum or i have i mean here in the states i have well, yeah even here not, right because yeah. like tuton common he he was in la or and him and his whatever is is uh, all his treasures mm -hmm. right? that was, and it was fascinating. And yeah, like you said, everything they have, everything, even small chests that they kept at home, everything was protected by magic. Everything was inscribed with magic, and it was all protection from from the other realm. They it was deeply uh, in their daily lives, just protecting themselves from this realm. I think a lot of that superstition comes from. Um, Egypt that we yeah. have. I, I was just going to say, I mean, just the, you, you mentioned uh, magic, just the concept of, of magic. Um, you know, I, I think it came from, you know, something, something along these lines. I mean, yeah. why has it been involved in every culture known to man? Right. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. And, and magic 
yes, now we say magic is just technology that we don't understand, right? That's Arthur C. Clarke. Um, but it can also be just another realm trying to peek through or right poking uh, its nose in here. Yeah. And if do you have do you happen to have the clip queued up that you sent to me on Twitter and mm -hmm. I and I said definitely save this for the podcast? Um uh, let's see which one it's from it? uh it's from uh uh John Keel. Oh where, um where he's yes. talking I feel like that's a good segue. Yeah his books are great John Keel mm -hmm. and he you hear all that stuff in his 70s and 80s right yeah but it, it, yeah i i actually just started reading the um was it the eighth tower i haven't gotten very far oh it's but. so good dude yeah i said you that a while ago huh that, yeah. that's one of my favorite ones it's so so good so many, like a lot of his theories in there i just it just so resonated with me even at especially at the end i mean yeah, it's the way he came up with the eighth tower. Just, don't just, don't don't spoil any of it because I, I no, I won't. I won't. I'm saying just just that concept of the eighth tower alone is so cool. Um, but anyway, okay. this is a this is a quote from uh, from John Keel. Looks like he's giving a, a little seminar here. Uh, we talked about Mothman prophecies last week, and this really sums up. Yeah, basically what I've come to believe. Um, this is a really good summary of of all that. Yes, take a listen. This may not seem very fortean to some of you, but everything is interrelated. And the more we study history and more the, the more we study current events, we see that all of these things are linked together in strange ways. That the UFOs, as, as most of you know who have read my books, I don't think they're extraterrestrial at all. I think that it's definitely tied to the human race and that they react to things that are happening to the human race. I don't think they're vehicles. I think sometimes people see what appears to be vehicles, but they're really hallucinatory. No. And uh, no matter how reliable the witness is, what they see can be questioned. Uh, the same is true in many of our uh, Bigfoot cases and the uh, strange monster cases, that the people see some image that's planted in their mind and the creature itself probably doesn't exist at all, at least not as, as the creature that's seen. When I was in India, I was impressed at the number of people who were seeing the Indian gods, uh, multi-armed gods, gods and all. Whatever your belief is, your, your, these manifestations are going to um, assume that form. <laughs> he doesn't look very comfortable saying that, though. No. <laughs> He, he definitely he definitely doesn't but basically yeah. you know it, it is my belief that we as humans bring so much whatever is happening um our brain and our memories and our thoughts and our feelings are bringing are being used to show us something you know what i'm trying to say right yeah and it filters through our minds um yeah and that's why some people see jesus some people see, people see buddha some people see extraterrestrials and um, some people see even military, you know, there's a lot of abduction cases where they say there's, there's U.S. military personnel yeah. with, with the aliens. Yeah, I've, I've heard a lot of those uh, abduction stories as well. That, that those those kind of ones uh, fascinate me. Yeah, that like that al almost makes me think I'm kind of going off on a tangent here, but that almost kind of makes me think that um, somehow the governments have found a way to manipulate like what we're seeing. I, I you know, and w when people see like military personnel when they're aboard an alien aircraft, um, and they they do see um, 
military personnel amongst the aliens it, it kind of makes me think that for whatever reason the government or you know they're they're doing the abductions themselves i don't really believe that but I, it's just a thought that i've you know it's come i've come across yeah um what's that guy from arizona uh talking about fire in the sky yeah um yeah. gee whiz uh walton uh yeah travis, uh, travis walton, walton. Yeah, I mean, he okay. Not they want military, but he had humans in there, and did they? It was just weird when they brought in the humans. They brought them in. They brought them in to calm him down. That could have been a hallucination too. Like, okay, let's let's have humans come in because they didn't speak to him either, right? When they came nope, in, they did not. Uh, for, for those who don't, <clears throat> for those who don't know, or or have we talked about fire? Okay, basically, <sighs> fire in the sky. I'll link it. Fire in the sky was a movie that came out. Um, it's about this guy who got abducted. It's based on a true story, but the movie makes it a lot more scary than it was for him. Um, in the movie, he's like floating around, and it it doesn't matter. It's, it's supposed to be it's supposed to be scary. Basically, he wakes up an operating table yeah. after. Oh my god! It's it, we could do a whole podcast on it. He he and his brother and and a bunch of people he was working with uh, are driving through the woods at night. Um, they see a UFO. He kind of jumps. He jumps out and gets under it, just kind of like on a, just to be like, yeah, I'm curious. Yeah, and it knocks him down. His brother and his friends drove away. Um, he gets abducted. In in our world, uh, he was gone for five days. The yep. cops thought he was murdered by his brother and his friends. His friends he, sh- yep. he shows back up and tells everyone. Yeah, right. He shows up uh, completely naked five days later. And what he said was he after he got blasted by this UFO when he was standing um, un- underneath it, uh, he woke up on an operating table, saw two uh, small grays mm-hmm. and uh, he it's that it seemed like they were like fixing them up or something. I might be mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he scared them off. And Wait, at, he got really frightened for some reason that the sedation didn't work or something or whatever yeah. they usually do to us. Yeah. And people and just as a side note, people wake up under anesthesia all the time. Like it's a mm-hmm. thing that happens. Human bodies are weird. Anyway, yeah. he wakes up. These two aliens are operating on him. They leave. He gets up and starts wandering around this craft. Um, co- he comes across a what seems to be some sort of navigational room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then what what Adam was saying uh, a human walks in and the human was under a helmet and all this other stuff. And so when uh, Travis Walton tried to talk to him, he, you know, he wasn't getting a response back no from the, from the humanoid uh, alien. Mm-hmm. And he, he thought it was because of the helmet. But anyway, the whole point is, you know, he saw this human on another ship and then he saw another one, mm-hmm. uh, a, a blonde woman, um, a Nord, Mm-hmm. For those of you in who who know how alien the Nord, different yeah. alien the different alien uh, species right. saw a Nord who again didn't talk to her and then he was again sedated and right. and and dropped but it off. It calmed him down and that's all he remembers. Right then he was he was back down on Earth. Yeah, his whole experience lasted. I mean, t- t- with his perception, his whole experience right. lasted like fifteen minutes or something. Yeah. But crazy man, it's such a crazy experience. And the guy, he's a big guy. I mean, or he, you know, he's he's a lumberjack. He's a log. Right? He's a logger. Yeah. Yeah, a logger. Exactly. I mean, these guys not are not typically just going to make. Anyway, they 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 did lie detector tests on all of them, and yeah, none of them really made money off of this. Well, I guess Travis did if he sold human if he sold rights to movie. he sold movie rights. He made like yeah. 200, 200 grand or something. That's, that's it. Oh well, that's I really guess not that much money. No, especially not for Hollywood. 
Right. The, but yeah. the whole, I mean, they were, the cops were literally, um, they accused the brother and the friend. Well, not, I keep saying friends, or maybe I said. It was friends, yeah. There's a brother and then, the, yeah, they, well, colleagues, because they worked together. Co colleagues, yeah. yeah. They, they were accusing them of murder. Like, they thought they had murdered Travis. Right. And then mm -hmm. and then he showed up five days later, um, you know, no memory of where he had been. So weird. What? What? That's a crazy event. So apparently, what he thinks now, or a lot of people believe, is that the the there's like some electric electric electrostatic charge that happened that might have killed him, and they brought him back to life, and they did not want to, want that response, and that's why they abducted him. Like they didn't abduct him just to abduct him. Um, when he got close to the craft, there was some charge that happened um, that eventually killed him. Yeah, but I mean, it, it just it just goes to show, and I think it totally um, goes along with what we were saying earlier. You know, when you bring in half the phenomena, you 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 know they use your memories and and thoughts and feelings to, um, it, you know, try and rationalize what what had happened. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Because if you listen to that whole story, I mean, that's exactly that's all human stuff. Um, they were fixing him up. Uh, he saw humans. He was in a navigational thing. I mean, those are all things that a human could understand. Mm -hmm, mm hmm. Yeah, the navigational thing, and that was back in the '70s. So we didn't have any touch screens. We didn't have any of that stuff. And he he said that it was like a star map that he was yep. looking at. And yeah, he was in a chair and everything. It was so crazy. It's I mean, a it is a very cool story. It is nothing. <laughs> the movie is nothing like nothing. his actual experience. No, of course, of course. In uh, true actually, it, yeah. from from what I can understand, uh, all of the parts where he's not on the ship, that yes. Seems like yeah. it was pretty close, but when he's on the ship, that movie the is encounter. Yeah, yeah, the encounter was totally just bullshit. It was all scared. I think they tried putting like a needle in his eyes. Like, oh, it was, it was a really yeah. freaky part of the movie. <laughs> oh, God. That movie actually is so good. I, yeah. I, I love it. It's a horror movie. I love horror movies. Yeah. Um, but that, yeah, the actual encounter is nothing like what he said happened. I mean, they take liberties, I guess. You know, that's, that's you, you have to, because honestly, if you think about it, like his experience. Well, I mean, it, it would be scary. I mean, it's really not something that would be scary on film. Uh, right. Yeah. No, of course not. It would be they'd be just like weird, just bizarre, but not, yeah. not horror. Right. Yeah. So they know what they're doing. You know, they know how to make money. They know how to mm -hmm. know people want to see. So this is, they know how to rape kids. I mean, this is Hollywood <laughs> after all. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not. We're gonna get canceled. No, you're, I think everyone's making these jokes. I think uh, Gervais is gonna is gonna do the Oscars or something again. I saw something on Twitter. Unless no, he, they're not gonna let him joking. do it. He they're, called everybody out. <laughs> it was so funny. It was so epic, man. Uh, it was so good. Yeah, you sent me this. So uh, I, I I listen to. Um, social i mean uh, uh solar observers every every morning so but you sent me this and we did have a crazy blast from the sun but it was it was it was it was going the other way so he when you sent me this that morning he's like well we're lucky to be online because all right it, well there's a huge blast i got now now hold, now hold on because you're talking to me and i understand what you're talking about i need you to talk yeah. to the audience a little bit okay. Ex explain what's happening right here all right, so this one you sent it to me. Um, it's it's a, it's from Reddit, and they're saying it, it took eleven years, but it's happening again. Now, eleven years ago, uh, maybe we should maybe we should put up that one. 
do I have it? Even though it, 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 honestly, it doesn't matter. There's you, oh wait, I'm I'm not viewing. I'm not zoomed in on the here. Sorry, I'm I'm showing the wrong. No, <laughs> again, I can see this. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, but I'm I'm showing the wrong screen though because I'm zoomed into the thing. Right, but I need you to sum up what we're talking about. All right, so 11 years ago, there was a huge object that, you know, we're always watching the sun, right? We have all these satellites watching the sun. So a huge object came in as big as the Earth probably, or even bigger. No, they, so, say it was, they say it's even bigger than, like, many Jupiter. times bigger than Jupiter, yeah. Oh, my God. So this thing comes in and starts sucking energy from, from the sun. And then when it, when it leaves, it, it's like a snapback. You know, so you see it leaving, it goes boom. So that it's, was 11 years ago. It's uh, crazy because when you watch the video of that original whatever it was um sucking out something from the sun yeah you see this big ball float in yes. suck up uh plasma or something or energy yeah, plasma, or, yeah. who who knows they're sucking up something from the sun and then it you can you literally can see it leave yeah uh, and then so this just happened again it happened again and that's that's the photo i'm actually showing yeah. uh yeah see, yep yeah, do you see it? But yeah, yeah. too bad oh, there's yeah. no video of the thing. Not this time. There is a video of it uh, 11 years ago. Yeah, so I need to cue that one up. Um, so did, so you, you sent me the video, and I'm like, whoa, did this thing happen again? Right? Mm -hmm. um, right. I like so I, I sent you... I sent you the uh, link for the original time that it happened, the first time... Well, first time that we've recorded it. Right. And then uh, the the day I sent you that thing, um, it had happened again, which is what caused me sending the first. I mean, you can see the you can see the plasma coming off of the sun and going into this, you know, circular, whatever it is. Here it is. It's absolutely bizarre. All right, so it's queued up. It's right here at the bottom left. For for those listening, he is going to speak on March eleventh, about eleven ten Mountain Time. Uh, yeah. What I'm looking at is a J Helio viewer using the SDO AIA 171 uh, filter on the SDO spacecraft. Uh, my friend Sans Flare posted a video a couple hours ago about this observation uh, he made right down here on the southeastern limb of the sun. Got a uh, humongous plasma vortex extending from the sun out into the corona. And in the corona, there appears to be a round sphere, possibly two. If you look back here in the back behind this one, this loop is from yesterday. It's quite like that. I'm not saying the Earth did acrobatics. See how it was horizontal and vertical. It's feeding a plasma sphere. Totally new one to me. It's very, very interesting to say the least. In the corona. It's also visible on the. Uh, you can see it down there too. Object sun march anyway so that was 11 years ago um, i don't know if we're witnessing something extraordinary here guys yeah we are for sure exactly uh I mean, what why do you call not? this but oh and so so pause it um so the quote-unquote scientific theory is that and this is something that i'm assuming is real um i only know that it, it's real because i'm told it's real um there are what are they called like tornadoes essentially that happen on the sun but it's made of like what the sun is made of they're what? ginormous i mean these things you can't even fathom how big they would be and that's what uh the scientific community is saying that they are except <laughs> in all of these videos um of this happening there's some giant objects at the end of it 
Um, anyway, this happened 11 years ago. You kind of got a summary of it. Sorry, I'm about to hold on. <laughs> but you know, and and there was there was a huge explosion that happened. Um, a cor- a, uh, what's it called Corona? What, yeah. what basically the sun the sun shoots out Flare. a bunch of uh, radiation and um, it, it like does little like it pops on one side and a big um, explodes. Uh, yeah, yeah, thing of radiation comes out the other side. Yeah, and these things could take take out our civilization and that's why you know there's a lot of uh suspicious observers he's got a huge following um people are i guess he's, it's in the prepper community too and it's a kind of variation of what he, rogan has he has those guys on on his show um uh oh my god what's his name uh he, he has a show on netflix now he wrote forbidden gods oh why oh. why Hi. No, I'm, I'm blanking too. I know exactly. Hancock. Hancock. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was the one that did uh, Ancient Apocalypse. Yes, exactly. I remember the name of the show. I can't nice. remember the name of the, the guy. Flipping yeah, so guy. Hancock and Carlson. And so they have it right. But, you know, they're, they're, they keep seeming we're hit by an asteroid, right? It was an asteroid. But what it really is, and these things do happen. And what, what social uh, suspicious observers shows and his, and his uh, well, he's his theory and his evidence, because he's a scientist and well, so is Carlson, you know. So, but anyway, he's he, he's he's saying these are mini novas from the sun. So he's always watching, no, and we're do for it now. Happens every twelve thousand years. So this thing happened when you sent me. It was at the same the same day that uh, he reported this. And geomagnetic conditions mm-hmm. are equally moderate, but something in the data streams caught our eye and the eyes of NASA solar science specialists. And upon closer review, we are all very lucky to be online and having electricity at the moment. The story begins with the GOES proton flux, which we showed yesterday hitting storm levels due to a far side CME, one that affected the Earth despite not being directly aimed at us. Yesterday, we had said it would wane away, but that didn't happen, and that's an indication that something tremendous did happen. The CME that left the sun two days ago, going exactly away from the Earth, and which produced a full halo CME on SOHO chronographs, has been clocked at over 3,000 kilometers per second. That is a Carrington-level event. Super flare power. If that had been aimed at us, we would already be suffering powerful geomagnetic storms and possibly a grid-down scenario. We'll never know the flare rating of the far side event because our satellites can't see the opposite side of the sun, but suffice to say... A deep breath or prayer of thanks is warranted at this time. Nuts, man. Just like that. We could have lost the grid. Just so so uh we are not scientists, we don't claim to be scientists. Right. Um, but oh god, I had a I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm I'm cutting this. I was gonna say something about the um Oh my God! The Nova that bounces off the sun, not bounces. Yeah, no, I'm cutting this. Forget it. Forget I said anything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, I just I I had a thought about. Um, I think I already even said it earlier. Just you know, stuff comes off the sun. Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> that's all I was gonna say. Is that uh, that's what the Northern Lights are? Is the radiation coming off the sun and entering our atmosphere? Right. Um, Exactly. I mean, our, the Northern Lights is, is our geomagnetic um, shield, basically, that protects us. Yeah. And the sun rays are, are trying to penetrate, but they can't. But then we see these colors uh, up, in, up in the atmosphere. 
It's super cool. Have you seen the Northern Lights at all? Ever? Um, I did when I was in Montreal. It was it's beautiful. It's such <laughs> a cool, such a cool thing to look at. I mean, it, is, it, it just looks really like cool. ghosts and phantoms. That's what it looks like. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's 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 definitely a really cool sight. I mean, we used to get them when I lived up in Montana. I, I think I only saw it yeah. like two or three times, um, but they happen pretty frequently. But yeah, that's just the sun's radiation being caught in our uh, atmosphere. But this uh, is this would have been you know something like that times a thousand, hundred thousand. Oh yeah, way more. I mean, yeah, if he's saying that, and he never really, he's not a scaremonger because there's a lot of channels out there that like to scaremonger everybody. And he's always the one that calms everyone. He's like, no, don't worry. It's not that bad. So when he comes out and says this kind of thing, it's like, whoa, we are really lucky. Um, didn't, we, didn't we talk about this one last week? The we cigar? Did. How come there's, there must be something new that came? Uh, oh, yeah. It was just the people that released this. Um, so uh, Adam has pulled up the cigar shaped UFO that was filmed in it was Iraq, right? Yes. This is in Baghdad. Baghdad. Okay. Um, and yeah, they were leaked to him. We did cover this last time. It was it was the cylindrical cigar-shaped UFO. Uh, I think I shared this. It was done by the Daily Mail now. Um, the Navy was notable. I'm trying because he was he they quoted the Air Force oh, Air Force personnel have told me that they are highly concerned that this phenomenon maintains a regretful stigma that inhibits proper reporting and response within the chain of command. The Air Force is an exemplary branch of our armed services. We should encourage greater UAP transparency for the good of the country and our participating services. So these guys, the only reason why they give it to people like Corbell is because he cares. You know, uh, like you said, within within chain of command, it's, there's still a stigma about it. And yeah. we'll get there. I don't know if you if you saw the Dolan video i sent you you, uh, you sent it to me um i <laughs> did not watch it uh, i saw <laughs> you really I, I, should. it's on my it's on my list of things to watch i you, you sent it to me when i was at work it was an hour long and i should have just been like okay i'll listen to it and i'll put it on as i'm working but i didn't get to it um now okay it, it's a long one so and, and I, I i i wish i wish i had the time just to have some time uh some time stamps on it you know mm -hmm. um, there is one important thing because it gets to the meat of it Pentagon, um, doing an audit of so he he this one is basically about three incidents that almost outed this ufo program okay and he's taken the reason why he does the the presentation is because jack valet has a new book called forbidden science and in there he has his journals and it corroborates exactly with what happened with with the wilson memo and, and the wilson leak right um that was one of the times they always got outed. But he also, on this, he talks about that it was outed by a, a, a Pentagon CFO or the comptroller, the Pentagon comptroller who oversees the finances. He also outed this out. He, uh, uh, not outed this out, but outed this by, he, he saw a discrepancy in, in, uh, in billing and projects that aren't on the books. And he went and went after it. But then there's an important one that this, the guys overseeing the special access programs is a special unit in the DOD that oversees special access programs, right? They found out there was, there was a project there that they did not have access to. And they went and confronted these people. And it's just the story he tells about it, how they let him in. He finally saw it. You know, they showed him. They took him a tour and everything. But after that, there was never a leak ever again. He, and because there was an agreement between these this rogue group studying UFOs and back engineering 
uh, projects and the DOD that it will never happen again. Don't worry. Thank you for briefing us. Thank you for telling us what it is. We will be the gatekeepers, basically. Um, now, this, it's an hour show. I hope I have the right clip here. I, I think I do. This, let's just give it a listen. Of the special access programs within the Pentagon, finding apparently this type of a program here and, and concluding you're doing things that are really wrong and, in fact, totally illegal, and we're going after you. This is not right. We're not going to put up with this. That's what he's describing here. This is incredible. Um, well, let me just make sure I've got it all. Uh, they contemplated turning it over to justice for prosecution, but a powerful person in DOD quenched it, according to Valet, how he writes it. Uh, we're going to find, we're going to delve, delve more into this in a moment, and I think it's a bit more complex than that. But I think he's got the fundamentals correct here. And then Valet concludes, he says, the program, according to the reviewers, had to do with an exotic, non-earthly vehicle. All right, so this is this is Bauscher. Now, let me just, uh, let's take you to Davis's notes here. We're going to return. I'm just going to quote from pages 10 and 11 of those notes. So Davis, of course, is interviewing Wilson in 2002. They're discussing it, and he's quoting Wilson, roughly speaking. Wilson says, they, the uh, he's talking about the gatekeepers who we got to meet with, the gatekeepers of the alien reverse engineering program. They said they were formed out of necessity to protect themselves after a near disaster in the past almost blew their cover. Something to do with an agreement that was reached with a couple of Pentagon SESs, that senior executive service, uh, basically personnel uh, oversight, who were overseeing special access programs in those days. We're vague about when that was. He goes on. He says, this is again Wilson, years ago in past, an audit investigation led to them, and it wasn't supposed to, nearly outed. He goes on, a battle, a nasty back and forth between them and the investigator and his Pentagon chief ensued like a tug of war for program transparency, they told me. Money was the issue. Oh, they're hiding dear. out became <laughs> the other issue. It, it, hold on. Money it says some money is never problem for the government. Never a problem for the government ever. <laughs> I know. Right. I mean, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I guess money to, to fund this kind of issue, you know, might have been what they were trying to say. That, that's yeah. why it's hidden. Right. And that's why because maybe uh, and people dismiss it. Ah, what are you talking about? Or, you know, or I don't know. Who knows? Um, but it's crazy. And I, he, the guy got a tour, I think. This is, where, this is where it's going. Some kind of threat was leveled to blow the lid off them. So they backed down and let the investigator in to complete his job. <laughs> they let him in. They worked very hard to keep program hidden. And I think Davis then says, well, what happened with that? And Wilson says he was officially briefed, given the tour, shown their program said after that episode, a formal agreement was struck with Pentagon people at SAPOC to prevent this in the future. Did not want to repeat. That's it. Special criteria were established in agreement. He goes on. All right. I, I, that goes into details. Look, there's an agreement now, or whenever that happened. There's an agreement. 
and and basically the Pentagon got briefed in, right? Or or the special access programs guys, and that, that was enough for them. They got they got to know the truth, and uh, they're satisfied. None none of us will have to know the truth because now there's a an agreement that. You know that so all this thing arrow and all these programs and the pentagon funding that's what i wanted to get to was here is that it doesn't matter there's an agreement between them and uh and our and our department of defense you know even though they're a rogue group and it's illegal i guess somehow they convinced our guys at the pentagon that um that's not going to happen again and that's where we're at right now we're still there you know, how are they going to renege on that agreement? I don't see it happening. No, no, it's it's never going to happen. Yeah, never going to happen. Not not in this not in this current form of government that we have. It has to be completely either come crashing down, right? Which which we can see that's happening because that's what the secrets do. It, you know, it corrupts. It's like a cancer. Or we have uh, we have people in government that can just go in. And, and renege these agreements because we do have that power obviously with you know it's the government for god's sake who are these people you know i, I don't understand how how can you be more powerful than than the u.s government how how they ha- they're the ones that have all this all, all the all the all, all the money i mean obviously these people are hiding money they're trying they're doing it illegally uh what how what do you say to these people who got access finally these are humans like you and i right mm-hmm. that found this thing and went in there and got the tour and got briefed. What do you say to them to say this can't happen again? And they're like, okay, you know, right? So- I mean, it, it's got to be it's got to be something so, yeah, you know, so dark and treacherous or just w- w- weird. Um, yeah. I mean, there's no other explanation. Yeah, or it's like they're there to protect us too. Like you know, it, this ha- this program has to be done like this. If it's done any other way. Uh, you know, it maybe ties into like the reptilians too, that we're that we're like some kind of farm or um that they use us and you know they're parasites. And maybe that's why our own elite have become a parasitic class themselves, because they know they're being, you know, uh, there's the same things happen to them or uh, on society as a whole. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of gives excuses to their behavior. Yeah, I don't know, man. It, it all turns out yeah i mean all this stuff points towards you know either once you get to a certain level you know you just become a terrible evil monster or you or once you get to that top elite level you know you you know you join their side or something i don't know you got a call from this guy who's a oh this is tucker um, even Tucker now he's he's doing the tours. And I think because the the media's after him and the government's after him, so he's he's actually doing good uh, good talks on on. Or he might get maybe he's getting fired from Fox and he's making friends with the alternative media. I don't know why he's going on this. I don't, tour. I don't honestly. I don't think he'd get fired from Fox. Isn't he like one of the most watched people ever? Yeah, I think yeah. All, I think combined. I think honestly, I think he's making a run for president. I think that's all this is. Oh, okay. Well, he talks about UFOs here. Tenured Stanford Medical School professor. He comes on and he's like, 11 years ago, the U.S. government reached out to me because I'm an expert on head injuries, on brain injuries, traumatic brain injuries. And they had all these court cases from families of U.S. servicemen, over 100, who'd been killed by UFOs. The Department of Defense was refusing to give them death benefits or medical benefits. And he's like, so they're in the courts. And I was like, there are over 100 servicemen killed by UFOs? Like, what? He's like, yeah, and there are court cases about it. I'm like, why isn't this on the front page of the New York Times? I don't know. 
And in a number of cases, these things have landed on military bases, including famously in Germany, in West Germany in the 70s. And servicemen have approached them and they approach and they get traumatic brain injury or they're killed. And he studied their brains. He got crazy. Once, once again, it's it's <laughs> it just goes to show that whatever this phenomena is, it also, you know, it, it interacts with us. We're part of it. Yeah, exactly. We're part of it. And for some reason, I mean, these brain injuries, it could be radiation or something, but it could be just their minds going nuts when it comes when it comes face to face with this reality. That's so. Yes. Yeah, see, that's that's what I think it is. I, because radiation, uh, it, it does obviously harm humans, but it doesn't affect just your brain. It, it can you can get a lot of harm from radiation. I, I really do think it's the other side of it. It's just mm -hmm. human brain is unable to interact with whatever these phenomena are. Yeah, I wonder if nature does that, and, and like you know, like I, I mean, as the universe when it comes to consciousness or very high consciousness, where it needs or consciousness needs to be separated from something else. i don't know i can't i can't put it in words on what i'm trying to say but um i'm just thinking where because where, you know or at least for me when i was growing up I, and i was a kid i did hallucinate a lot i saw things when i was when i was uh like going to bed and you know and i knew that, that there were cartoons and whatnot but i remember I, but i distinctly remember like when i turned six or there was a time where it just it was off i never saw it again never saw any of them again so it's like the brain saying all right those aren't important Let's focus on important things, you know what I mean, mm -hmm. to help you survive. Because, you know, if you go around, go around hallucinating things, that's not really good for you. Right. <laughs> you know. Hell, we've, think... got a bunch of, we've got a bunch of different uh, medical, um, you know, conditions for those, yeah. you know, halluc uh, hallucinatory events. Schizophrenia. I don't know. But what is schizophrenia is people just really hearing other, not, you know, anyway, I don't want to get into that. But I, I always felt that schizophrenia is not really a mental disease. Maybe these people are just um sensitive to another realm or something because uh yes it's sad i remember reading the story of this kid that I, he stuck in my mind he had a journal and poor kid he was schizophrenic he even heard the birds and even the birds were laughing at him kind of thing and he wrote in his journal these things like oh he can hear us and they'd be they'd be laughing at him oh he's so stupid i mean he could have been really mentally ill he ended up killing killing himself because of that but he used to like even yeah i was saying like even birds were talking to him you know, yeah. and, and they and they were aware that he understood them. Um, I mean, it's 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 really common. Uh, sch schizophrenia obviously is a very uh, terrible illness, and you know, my heart, you know, my heart goes out to those yeah. to those people. But yeah, no, there there is something. I mean, that's it's just I don't know. Uh, Halusa, I'm thinking about like people who do uh, shrooms or acid and they start seeing stuff and they're, they said mm -hmm. their life changes. Yeah. They're start, they're looking into using acid for curing. Hold on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For, uh, uh, alcoholism. for and alcoholism and yeah, all these things. Yeah. Uh, addiction in general. Yeah. I, there, I mean, there's something about seeing that other side or whatever. Um, it helps or it hurts obviously. It can hurt, yeah. But and you're right; they're even using this for people who are afraid of death. They're they, they, like they have cancer or some terminal illness, and they give them hallucinogenics uh, to to ease them into that yeah that mindset that death is okay and that you know it's just another you're just moving on. So, but yeah, there's a lot of I'm I think Colorado is one of the first states to make that uh, legal mushrooms for uh, for therapy and acid. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so speaking about all this secrecy and, and, and corruption in our government and, you know, and missing trillions and spending on whatever you want, I'm sure everyone knows that we're having a crisis, a bank crisis all over again. SVB Bank, this is just one of the banks now uh, that have collapsed last week. Um, did we talk? We talked about this last week, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But now there's, there's a lot of people coming out and are, are saying that this is um this is manufactured or not sorry not them collapsing is manufactured it's not like the fed knew the fed knew this was going to happen right we yes we did speak about this that's right the mechanism what's going on um but see they're making things worse by bailing out these depositors and now it's not just silicon valley bank it's silver lake it's like it's like four or five now that this is happening to bank of america got 30 billion dollars in in new um new deposits people moving away from small banks guess what bank of america did it turned around and deposited in those regional banks <laughs> so all you depositors are afraid of the regional banks and went to bank of america don't worry about it bank of america took care of it unreal <laughs> yeah they kept it in there i guess so systemic collapse doesn't happen uh but a lot of people are saying that this is all going to make it worse yeah, what the fed's doing bailing out people and it's going to lead to central bank digital currencies cbdc's and basically, that'll be the end of human freedom if this happens, because it'll be this is this is how social credit is going to enter Western society. We know we all know that China does it, right? Social credit system. Um, but with CBDCs, this is programmable money, and it will come with whatever the woke oligarchs are pushing, which is climate change. Um, you know which is which which and if it's climate change it goes into what we eat how far we drive if we travel or not you know all that stuff and see programmed with that yeah i mean it's it honestly is completely terrifying um imagine if you say the wrong thing online I'm, and i'm not saying like uh you you put your clan hood on and you're rallying against you know <laughs> anyone who's a who's not white i'm saying if you say something against the wrong political political party and you put that online um you know your bank account gets completely shut down you're not and then you're the, you, you can't buy anything you know you can't pay rent you can't do all this other stuff i mean that's what they're that's the future that they're they're working towards yeah and talk bad about the government you know just say anything wrong like yeah. uh yeah you know you're not gonna get your uh your money your money this week and it could be why ai is being launched too right i mean people are gonna be out of jobs um, unfortunately, yeah. um, when it, when it, once, once AI is really rampant and it's, uh, I mean, now, now it's in, uh, Microsoft 360, right? The Microsoft mm -hmm. Office 360, you can use it now and you can say, make me a presentation based on this. You can have an Excel sheet that has all this financial information to say, what are the most profitable products? And it comes up in seconds, in seconds. You don't need analysts anymore. Yeah. It's, it's completely nuts. Or assistance. Uh, this this was a viral clip on. Uh, I, I got it from TikTok. I shared it on on Twitter. It's got over eighty five thousand views, and it's been shared everywhere. But this guy is on the money. It's just two minutes. You need to listen to him. I don't know if he okay. did or not. Yeah, no, let's put it on. He's re he's really good. It really went viral. It's still going crazy. So I put ten thousand into the bank. They take my ten thousand and they go get a hundred thousand. They borrow it from the Fed window. They get ten times the amount of our deposits that we put into the bank. They then get 10 times the amount. They then take that 10 times the amount 
and they put it into treasury bonds or something else that's going to give them a yield of 7% or 6% while they pay us what? 0.0000 nothing percent. Right. And then what happens? We get hip to it and say, hey, Mr. Silicon Valley Bank, have my money back? Oh, we don't have it right now. I want my money back. I don't have it. Everybody, I want my money back. Give us our money back. Hold on. We got to go sell the treasury bonds that we invested in that now are upside down because the rates are through the roof. And I don't have your money. So what has to happen to their Ponzi scheme that I would have went to jail if I did that? They get bailed out. Mr. Biden comes up and says, oh, I'm going to print more money. Yeah, I wonder why he's going to print more money. To devalue your dollar even more. Because guess what they're doing next to you? They're going to centralize banking. They're going to own crypto. They're going to regulate everything to be digital. So this is the first step to doing it. And they're going to own us. We got to wake up because that's what's happening. And next... There's a war going to go on between China or between Russia, and we're right in the middle, right? And then you look at these companies like BlackRock. Does anybody ever hear of BlackRock or <laughs> Vanguard? Oh, how coincidental. Since 9-11, you own everything. Hmm. You own everything. You own Pfizer. You own Moderna. Just coincidentally, but we don't know who the hell you are. You're never on TV. But you own Apple, you own Facebook. So you own everybody's identities, all everybody's information. You own Smith & Wesson. You own manufacturers of guns. We're going to war. It just seems you're everywhere at the right time <laughs> to make all the money. And you're the biggest company in the world, but you're never on the news. We never hear about you. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the game... The whole, all of it, <laughs> all of it. We're just we're we've been bought and sold. Um, the American people, the people of the world, have yeah. been you know every everything. It's just it's such a sad um, sad life we live. I'm trying to trying to be more positive about things. Well, it's but. hard to look at that and be more positive. You know, I guess the positive thing is is that look, a lot of people have woken up to this. And, you know, I, I think the positive thing is that a lot there's a lot of sharing, there's a lot of comments, there's a lot of, you know, I don't think I've seen that a year ago or two years ago. There's no way. That would have completely went over everyone's head, you know, and to see it shared so much um just does give me hope. Uh you know, because people ask, right. well, okay, what can we do? And, you know, I guess I guess the, 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 the message here is mass noncompliance, just how we did with COVID, the mass noncompliance, the same thing with CBDCs. Just don't get into it. Don't do it. Don't. Just say no. Because once that's in, that we're all screwed. We, were, we, we will be in a prison that I don't think we can ever get out of. Seriously. See, I, I, I have much more, you know, as is my nature, I have a much more <laughs> uh, cynical view of that. I say yeah. it's it's already it's already too late the only way this ends is all right i gotta do that thing again where this is i gotta explicitly say this is not a call to violence i don't want anyone listening to this Mm -hmm. to to you know go out and and do anything i i mean it don't do it but the only way this ends is if we you know (laughs) we get 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 violent yeah i I won't get specific <laughs> uh, I think I've already said too much, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and, and I think and, and mass non-compliance is a is is a way. But see, okay, 
uh, I'll, I'll argue with you a little bit and say, yeah. I, you know, you, you said uh, mass non-compliance w- with COVID. I don't think, I mean, it got us out, but how long did that take? It, it took a long time. It took a long time. It took years. It took literally, it took literally years. Yeah, it took a but war. See, if, if we had brought back um, tar and feathering and stocks <laughs> and put any politician <laughs> in those um, stocks and then tarred and feathered them, it would have ended a lot quicker. Again, not a call to violence. Just want to state, not a call. No, it's not. And and what's crazy is that this still goes on. You know, this is what baffles me. Right? We can see the signs everywhere. We can see it's collapsing. We can, so, but then always technology and the military get their stupid funding and they get their projects and yep. it just never ends they don't they don't say oh it's all collapsing around us could you be like stop asking for billions of dollars for research you know and you know there's articles like this darpa funded the electric sky on threshold of aviation revolution with whisper beam have you read this one you sent this to me yeah i did i did actually read that one so that was uh four days ago and it's called electric sky and it's uh it's obviously it's darpa but it's called Whisper Beam. It's designed to send power wirelessly to vehicles while in flight using only radio waves. So that's what our government is working on. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the same thing we were talking about. Um, centralized banks. Um, you can only use your money if you do and and uh, everything. If you if you do anything that the government goes against, um, they can stop you from using your money. Same thing with cars do. Um, if you if you go against government anyway, they can keep your, they can stop your car from uh, moving at all. I mean, it's just, it's one, just, it just makes me, I can't even talk. It just makes me fucking sick. I know that's so rigged. We're so, we are so screwed and the people have been brainwashed and beaten down. I mean, we're slaves to the government. We are slaves to the government. And when people start to wake up, they try to slam another enslavement. It's always more technical. Like CBDCs is so advanced when you think about it. And the system that's going to be in, in place that they've been building since COVID, right? Mm-hmm. It's just, it's going to be such a, like Alex Jones, would always, I don't know how premonition he is or if he's an agent. I mean, he had a site years ago called Prison Planet. I think he still uses it. I'm not sure if he uses Prison Planet anymore, but that was one of his domains. Um yeah, there some good news, and it might be some. Uh, it might be a sign why how the empire is is collapsing. Um, so, here is this, which I was shocked to see. Yes, it is CNN, um, but it's showing. I guess all odds against the giant machine, the international community, the Goliath mainstream media, the army of journalists, the billions of dollars thrown into Israeli propaganda only for it to crumble against the one thing Palestinians have, the truth. CNN poll, are you are your sympathies more with Israelis or Palestinians? Palestinians, 49%. Israelis, 38%. Only 13% said no opinion. But this, six months ago even, would have been way more than that. You know, it, this is just crazy to see it going on. And then we see... Uh, China brokering deals with Iran and, and Saudi Arabia. Um, uh, uh, who's the other one? Russia brokering deals between Turkey and was it the Kurds or something? But so a lot is changing. You know, where are we in this in this equation? Nowhere. Um, so the empire is crumbling. That's what I want to say. There's a lot of signs there. People are leaving the empire in droves. Even the Saudis. You know, yeah. I don't know what's going to happen to that country, Israel, but. Uh, even even internally, things are bad. 
Well, we could speak on it further um, if you and I want to uh, lose our lives. <laughs> yeah, uh, we will. I, I, you know, I, I can't remember who said it, um, but if you're not allowed to criticize a certain group, um, they're the ones in charge. I think that is yes. very applicable to this topic. So I will say nothing. <laughs> Gotcha. Yes, but it, it is a CNN poll, you know. So no opinions there. Just one. Just one included in there. Um, for no, me, it's, though, it, it it is it is really nice. I mean, there's definitely um, there's one side that are the oppressors, and one yeah. side that are the oppressed. I don't even. I think I've already already said too much. <laughs> yeah, um, but, but but the reason why I bring it up is it's, it's just another sign. Of yeah. This, no. Time. Right? Time. Yeah. No. It, it, I agree. This empire of lies, and for me, it's good news. Just as long as we don't let these people rebuild, it has to be us, the people that rebuild it, and not even rebuild it. Just go back to, you know, the Constitution and get rid of everything that was was built upon that, just chipping away at it for two hundred years. Uh, yeah, that's that's the dream right there. But we are is. are well over our oh, our timeline. Okay, yes, and I. I I've got stuff to do, as I'm sure you do as well. All right. So, okay, cool. Well, this is a good episode. Uh, I had a feeling coming into it, I'm like, oh, my God, is there not is there nothing to talk about? And there is. So there you go with the memory again. Um, so <laughs> we were supposed, I thought we were going to speak with your sister-in-law this oh, week. Oh, not yet. There's, there's still issues, family issues. Okay. Yeah. I, I've heard a little bit about that, but I... Again, I won't say anything on air. Yeah, once once everything's okay and and everything's stable sure. again, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get her on here. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, my my bad this week not not coming in prepared. No um, man, you did good. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate yeah. it. Of course. Well, I want to thank you all so much for listening to the Uncovering Anomalies podcast. Uh, that is Adam. I am Topher. Um, we you can find us on Twitter at UAP the podcast. Yep. And I'm Topher It All. Uh, any final thoughts there, Adam? Well, um, yeah, please reach out to us. Uh, we'd like to have you on the show if you have any experiences. There was someone that uh, that's on Twitter that has a really cool account. I like his takes, like his perspective on things. I did invite him on the show. I didn't hear back from him. I think he wrote someone else, some, some big account saying, oh, I've had experiences. I think someone asked. Maybe it's alien scientists. One of the accounts asked something about experiences, and he was on there. I'm like, you know, come on the show, but he didn't. He didn't react. So, well, you we, know, we encourage maybe, that. I mean, yeah, maybe he will. That, that's still cool stuff. I mean, we're pretty involved in the uh, alien Twitter, UFO Twitter space. Yes, we are. So reach we, out. We're always, uh, yeah, we're always ready to. There I go burping again. We are always ready to hear your guys' stories and uh, have you on the show if you're willing. And and always, as always, please give us some feedback. We'd love yeah, to give us it. some feedback. Let us know how we're doing. You know, should we do it another way? Should we uh, be more professional? I guess. Since <laughs> you always bring that up, Should we stop speaking out against the government and governments <laughs> across the world? No, I'm okay. We'll never do that. No, no, we won't. <laughs> we're too American. No. <laughs> All right, buddy. All right, well, because it was good talking to you. Talking to you, too. And uh, for all of you fan listening, um, I, I hope you enjoyed it. Yep. Dan, we'll see, you, see you next we'll, week. We'll see you next week. <laughs>